Today's episode is for budding show creators, people who want to be hosts of their own programs, either using video or audio. Maybe you're an expert and you see the power of putting together your own program, your own content, where you can educate your audience about your topic. And if you'll be creating your own show, you may consider bringing in other experts or guests to interview to round out the experience. This episode, episode 58, will give you tips to become a better interviewer. Welcome to Stand Out, the show that shares strategies you can use right now to get noticed and be seen as a thought leader in your industry. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan, with CherylTanMedia.com. This is episode 58. In 2018, I am on a mission to inspire you to find your voice, show up consistently, and bring your story to life on video. So nice to talk with you today about a topic dear to my heart, interviews or put another way, a path to creating a real connection with people you choose to bring onto your show. This is a big topic and one I'll be addressing more fully in other episodes, but it's a start and I would love to hear your thoughts about it. Do you use interviews for your shows? Are you interested in creating a program and are thinking about using interviews for it? We'll be talking about it in the Standout Facebook group, or you can simply email me any of your questions or thoughts, Cheryl at CherylTanMedia.com. Let's get started. I've had the honor of interviewing thousands of people. As a TV news reporter, some of the people I tried to talk with didn't want to talk with me, and others wanted to talk too much. But over the years, I've learned some tried and true lessons about carrying out conversations with strangers that I hope will help you. In fact, I still keep in touch with a number of the people I've had the honor to interview. Creating connections with people through interviewing is such a powerful way to strengthen a relationship. I can't stress enough how important this skill is. Remember, the goal of all of this is the show. You want to put together the very best show possible. And if you decide to use an interview format for some or all of the program, then you want the most engaging guests who have the very best information to share with your audience. If you have a good show, people will find the program and share it with their friends, and the show will get bigger. This is a perfect time to say to you now, if you know someone who is putting together a show or who has said, I need to work on my interviewing skills, please feel free to share this episode with them. Just go to your podcast app and click share. I thank you in advance. What makes this process so much fun for me, actually, is that anyone you come in contact with has the potential to be someone you bring onto your program. I'm a big believer that everybody has a story. Everybody. Whether it's their business journey, their parenting journey, their health journey, we can learn from everybody. It's our job as show creators to figure out which pieces of the story will make sense for our audience. I'm going to share three simple tips I've used over the years to find amazing people to interview, to help them feel comfortable during our live and taped conversations, and to establish the beginning of a relationship. And you know what they say, relationships equal revenue. The first tip is to be curious. According to dictionary.com, curiosity is a strong desire to learn or know something. 
In this case, you want to be curious about people you come in contact with. That means asking lots of questions and listening for the answers. It also means putting yourself in places, whether it's through networking, maybe it's your client base, maybe it's online, but putting yourself in situations where you are genuinely interested in talking with people you want to learn from or people you know your audience would be interested in learning from. Put yourself in situations where your natural curiosity wins and you'll find fascinating people to bring onto your show. As the host of a weekly business TV show and of the Standout Podcast, I'm always searching for engrossing stories of people's business journeys. Always. I have met people at the grocery store, at parties, at festivals, who have been great guests for the shows I've hosted. So when I'm out doing errands, meeting with clients, or even on social media, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about the people around me. Sometimes it's a matter of asking a couple of questions and then realizing the other person has a story that would work perfectly for my show. For example, I ran into somebody at the store the other day who was a fan of our business TV show. She talked about some of the segments she enjoyed watching and then told me her business story. She bootstrapped her business and is now the employer of three people. What a great person to feature for the program. If you're curious about someone, curious enough to have that person on your show, then you also need to learn as much about them as possible before they step into the studio or before you conduct that interview with them. Will this take a little bit of time? A little. But it will help you shape the conversation and make the show so much better. People ask me how I know what questions to ask. And part of that is knowing your guest's backstory enough where you can ask questions that your audience wants to hear the answers to. And that leads me to tip number two. Make your guests feel comfortable. Your guests may feel nervous. If you're doing a video show, the chances are very high they are nervous about it. If you're interviewing someone who has never been interviewed before, then I can almost guarantee they are feeling a bit of anxiety. So make your guests feel comfortable. You may be nervous, but they'll be even more so. Let them know ahead of time how the interview will work, whether it's just audio, if video is included, whether it's live or taped. Let them know how long the interviews usually last. The other thing I like to do is talk to my guests before the recording starts. Sometimes I let them know the order of the show. Sometimes I ask them about topics completely opposite of what we're talking about. It may give me ideas for questions to ask further in the interview, but it also puts the guests at ease. It takes their mind off of the upcoming interview and they feel more comfortable. They relax a little bit. Finally, listen. So often interview hosts have a laundry list of questions they have prepared, and they seem to be on a mission to go through all the questions as quickly as possible. They go through that list without listening to the guest answer the question. In the beginning, I used to do this all the time, so learn from my mistakes. Once the interview begins, take a deep breath, ask your first question, and then listen. If you stay in the moment and listen to the answers, your curiosity will kick in and you'll ask questions related to what your guest has said. This becomes a much better conversation versus simply a question and answer session. 
I like to use prepared questions as a guide. So by all means, do your homework on your guest and have questions handy. And if there's a lull in the conversation or if you feel like moving the conversation into a new direction, you go to the questions you had planned to ask. Sometimes the guests will ask you if you can send them prepared questions ahead of time. Some hosts will do this, others won't. Again, you want to make people feel comfortable. So I usually send questions that are generic, but they will also help get them thinking about their story and the topic that we'll be talking about. For example, I would send them questions like, how did you get your start in business? What challenges have you overcome? What advice would you give to other entrepreneurs? And what trends are you seeing in your industry? For you, you can tailor your questions to your industry, generic questions that will get them thinking. One other thing, people hate silence. It's funny, when I used to do the morning news, there would be noise all around us. The noisier, the better. We didn't even notice how loud things got when we were on the air. When we would be live on the air, someone would be talking at all times. Remember, we hate silence. But when something would happen, when a mic would go out or something would happen and there would be silence, that's when we would all look up. That's when we stopped and that made us pay attention because it was out of the ordinary. I encourage you to be okay with a little silence. Maybe you're asking a question of your guest and you're waiting for an answer. Maybe it's an answer that is tough to talk about, but wait for it. Let the silence linger so your guest can gather thoughts or add more to the conversation. You can get some surprising and meaningful answers this way. And if you want your guest to expound on a point, maybe he or she needs a little prodding. So you can use questions like, really? Or why did you do that? Or even, can you explain that a little more? Just to keep the conversation going on that particular topic. There you have it, my most important tips. They're simple. Be curious, make your guests feel comfortable, and listen well. Once you have those top three things down, then you can work on a couple of other things. As I mentioned in episode 54, how to look good on a webinar, and episode 55, how to avoid being nervous on camera, practice makes perfect, and interviewing other people is no different. The more you interview people, either live or taped, the better you will get. The important part in all of this is to watch or listen to the replays. That's the only way you'll hear the crutch words you use, the ums, the ahs, the weird blinky thing you do with your eyes. And once you notice that, you will be more conscious of it and not do these things the next time you sit down for an interview. The next thing to figure out as you host your own show is figuring out your style. Some people know their style right off the bat. Others work into it, and that's perfectly fine. If you listen to the first shows of many top podcasters and show hosts, they sound very different on show one than they do today. They've evolved over time, and I don't think you can really rush that process. I love podcasts because they give you the opportunity to figure out your style, your interview style. Do you want to be the host that reins everyone in? Do you want to be the sidekick? How will you show your expertise? Will you inject humor into the show? How will you show your personality? Those points will be figured out over time. To me, the most important thing is simply to get started. Don't worry so much on what the style is, but how you can create the best listening or viewing experience for your audience. I was asked just today, 
How do you stand out in all of the noise out there? And the key to that is giving your audience the best experience you can. Know who is in that audience, educate them, entertain them, share stories, and they will sit up and take notice. Another thing I like to do on interviews is to have a couple of questions you ask of everybody. Maybe you start out with a question that everyone must answer like, what is your favorite movie? Or end all of your shows with the same question. For example, in this podcast, I ask all the guests before they go, what makes you a standout? And I love the answers I've received. You can do the same so that you have a way to start or end your show in a uniform way. You have such a valuable opportunity to continue the conversation with your guests after the show is over. Sometimes the best conversations take place after the cameras stop rolling. I wish that weren't true because you wish the best stuff was on camera, but that's the way it is. The good thing is the conversation you have after you stop recording can help strengthen the relationship between you and your guest. Maybe you decide to work together on a project. Maybe you're invited on his or her show. Great guests usually know other great guests. So this time, after the interview is over, is a really good one to ask your guests if they know of anyone else you should ask to be on the show. They'll come up with names, and that's when you can ask for introductions or get emails right then and there. And finally, remember that this show is yours. It's simply a vehicle for your message. It's all about what you want for your audience to know about you. So the important part of this is to have fun. And if you're having fun, your audience will sense that and will have fun as well. If you would like to discuss your strategy to create your own show, let's talk. Just click on the Work With Me tab at CherylTanMedia.com. If you've been a faithful listener of Standout, I thank you. If you're brand new to my community, I appreciate your checking us out. In 2018, I am on a mission to inspire you to find your voice, show up consistently, and bring your story to life on video. Join us in the Standout community on Facebook so we can hear more about your message. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.